Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. In the December 19, 2022 issue of the New Yorker magazine, Stephen Witt offered an article entitled, quote, The Future of Everything, How Quantum Computing Will Change the World, Eventually, end quote. That is quite a large assertion about what quantum computing will do. But what the heck is quantum computing anyway, and how might it change the world? Let's take a look at possible answers to those questions, keeping in mind what one of the finest physics minds of the 20th century said, Richard Feynman, about quantum mechanics. Quote, no one understands quanta, end quote. With that caveat in mind, let's take a shot of at least sort of answers. Back in a 2016 episode of The Electronic Cottage, we made an attempt to describe quantum computing. At the risk of quoting ourselves, here's some of what we said then that is still, keeping Feynman's quote in mind, reasonably accurate. Many listeners will recall that a bit, of course, is an abbreviation for binary digit. A qubit, not surprisingly, is a contraction of quantum digit. As its name suggests, a binary digit, or bit, can be in only one of two states, which we often represent as on or off, just like a light switch. A bit is either a one or a zero. A light is either on or off. And bits are what make our computers today go. A qubit, however, is not necessarily only on or off. Because of how things behave at the quantum level, a qubit can be in what is referred to as a superposition of both states at the same time, and with respect to many different possible variables. This is a function of the nature of reality at the quantum level as best we know it at present. At the quantum level, nothing is in a particular state until we actually observe it. Until then, it's in a superposition of possible states. That is a real mouthful, and far from a detailed explanation about qubits. What's important here is that quantum computers can use qubits rather than using the digital bits that we use today, and those machines will be many, many times more powerful than any computer we have today including the world's current most powerful supercomputers. The term qubit, by the way, started out as a sort of joke. A physicist named Ben Schumacher was talking with another physicist and used the term qubit starting with a Q, joking that it sounded like the ancient measurement, which is also pronounced qubit, but which starts with a C rather than a Q. Recall, for example, that when God told Noah in the Bible to build an ark, the dimensions were described in qubits. At any rate, the name stuck, and unlike the ancient term qubit with a C, the term qubit with a Q is barely 20 years old. A very big question, of course, is when will we see these qubit-using quantum computers become a regular part of our electronic world? A lot of very big players, for instance, IBM, Microsoft, Google, are betting that quantum computers will be with us within a decade or two at the most. Get ready for our world to be a whole lot different than it is today in ways, for better or worse, that we probably can't even imagine now.
Those are our observations from back in 2016. Today, there are many potential uses that the power of quantum computers could make possible, as the New Yorker article points out. Many uses could be potentially very positive in areas such as medicine, for example. One of those not-so-positive uses could be, as another observer once said, to kill the Internet. What? How could qubits kill the Internet? Quite simply, quantum computers could break the strongest encryption that we have available today, and that would make it impossible to do anything secure online. Here's why. If a person goes to make an online purchase, book an airline flight, access an online bank account, or do any of hundreds of other things that happen billions of times a day on the web, those transactions are encrypted, which means that even if someone else got hold of the information moving back and forth as part of the transaction, they wouldn't be able to read or understand what the messages said or what the information means. Users may notice that pretty near any site online that deals with finances in one way or another begins with HTTPS in the URL address. The S stands for secure. The information moving back and forth in the transaction is encrypted with cryptographic keys that would take even our most powerful supercomputers today years maybe hundreds or, in some cases, even thousands of years to decode, essentially keeping them secret and secure. A moderately powerful quantum computer, on the other hand, could decode such enormous cryptographic keys, in the estimate of some scientists, in a day. That would kill the Internet as we know it, to say nothing of military secrets, government information archives, medical records, and on and on and on. This is a very big deal. So big that, as the New Yorker article title claims, it could change the world as we know it today. But note the last word in the article title is eventually. Research quantum computers that exist today are far from anything approaching that level of power. But Governments seem pretty confident that a huge jump in quantum computing power is not that far away. That's why government intelligence and other agencies around the world are collecting encrypted information today from all sorts of sources that they can't read in the expectation that in the not-too-distant future, even the most powerful encryption available today will be able to be broken and read by those agencies and governments. If that turns out to be true, it will be a change of enormous significance, even without adding artificial intelligence to the equation. But of course, artificial intelligence will be added to the equation. And not surprisingly, the question of, is there a way to protect information securely in the quantum computing future leavened by artificial intelligence, is already on many researchers' minds. Get ready for a new arms race, one measured in qubits rather than megatons, but potentially just as world-shattering. As we mentioned a moment ago, quantum computing does have enormous potential positive impacts, but a lot of those will never reach fruition unless the question of how to keep material and transactions secure online 
is solved first. We'll do our best to follow how this balance of competing quantum computing potentials develops right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm-hmm.